When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog very soothing i know okay go us <laughs> sometimes you gotta go us and go off well if you haven't turned we'll let to- <laughs> go and let us <laughs> let go and go off well if you're still listening at this point hi i'm io and i'm olivia and you're listening to an episode of iconography the podcast where olivia and i talk icons with somebody who's an icon to us uh-oh Ooh. uh-oh uh-oh, remember uh-oh, that song? Uh-oh. Is that what you were doing? No, I was doing a uh-oh, uh-oh. uh-oh. Yeah. I, I do remember that song. And if you want me to podcast, I will podcast. <laughs> where, where are we going with this? I don't know. I was I was hoping you would sort of swoop oh, in. Oh, I'm and, so sorry. And, no, it's okay. I was really, I was doing the thing where I was like, I wonder how long she can just go. Sometimes I would like you to not wonder. Okay. Sometimes okay, I it. need you to just okay. sort of, just hit the hammer on the And that's what's important is nail. communication, is telling me what you want. <laughs> hit the hammer on the nail. <laughs> yeah, I spent money to learn to, more yeah. things. And that's what I ended up with. Uh. <laughs> well... Olivia and I, before we introduce our guest, we talk about our icons of the week. Yes, we do. And Olivia. Yeah. Is your, hold on, before we do this, as is kind of the running theme mm-hmm. of these past few episodes, mm-hmm. do you have a person or a thing? Right now, I've got a thing. Okay. I also kind of have a thing, but it's well, attached to a person. Okay. And mine isn't. So okay. Let's so I'll start go first. Um, okay. So the other day, uh, I was listening to uh, "Lay All Your Love on Me," the ABBA song. Okay. Wow. Okay, which made me think, oh, I should listen to the version from Mamma Mia. Yes. Uh, and so my icon of the week is Mamma Mia, but more specifically, "Lay All Your Love on Me" from Mamma Mia, but more specifically, the like one piece bathing suit that Amanda Seyfried is wearing mm. while singing it, which was like the first time I saw someone wearing a one piece bathing suit. And like looking good in it, which was kind of a crucial moment in my life. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I it's do like know blue. the one you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. I just can't believe that's the first time you've seen someone look good in a one piece yeah, bathing I, what, suit. Yeah, when did that movie come out? When we were like 12? Yeah. And I was like, you know, I was like a, a oddly proportioned child in a one piece bathing suit. And I was like, okay, I this see. can be good. I see. I I just I I've always loved one piece ba- one piece bathing suits mm. and that's sort of my trauma that I grew <laughs> up in, in in an environment where if you were a two piece bathing suit you were automatically a slut. Oh, so. see, it was the exact opposite. Where like I feel like I grew up with girls who are like really into wearing bikinis, and I was like I can't I don't know how to do this, and so I felt children for wearing like loving the bikini culture is really something that I needs to be know. abolished in this country. I know. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch things up yeah. with my icon of the week. Because I lied to you. I didn't lie to you. I just... You just, you just change it? I just change it in the moment. Okay. Because I remember something that sort of rocked my world. I was looking at the Instagram page of Chris Kattan and... Oh. Um, <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it just happens. Why? Because sometimes things happen to you. Sometimes you wake up in the middle of the desert and you've got a suitcase full of money and uh, <laughs> uh, your car's gone and there's blood on your shirt and you don't remember the last week. And sometimes, and sometimes- you wake up and you're on Chris Kattan's Instagram uh-huh. and... Also, can I say, sometimes those two things feel the same. What What is he up to? Well, I don't know, and I don't care. Yeah. But he's my icon because he's, he's not, your I, He's your icon? Because he's got a... Was- 
Young okay. girlfriend. Actually, he's not my actual baby. She's my icon. Chris Kattan's young girlfriend. Who is, is your a icon. model. What? Who looks exactly like Chris Kattan. <laughs> okay, hold on. We're pulling up the evidence. That's insane. Do you remember uh, a couple months ago when Chris Kattan's book came out and he was just like saying crazy shit? Yes. <laughs> he was like, Amy Heckerling, like, was we was like we had a sexual relationship and Amy Heckerling was like I no. don't think we did. <laughs> but if Chris Kattan believes that it happened, it happened. When Chris Kattan says he had a sexual relationship Kattan. with you, believe him. Believe Chris Kattan. <laughs> I can't. I hate this. Okay, I'm not pro Kattan. I'm just not anti Kattan. <laughs> well, okay. What are you? Are it's you like, like? Were you like a Kattan head as a kid? Ew. Were you like a Night at the Roxbury? Kid. No. <laughs> okay. I just think he's funny to like 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 at, like at his job or like as a person. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't know. I just think he's funny. Sometimes some it's like half and half at both which makes a whole yes is an answer. He's half funny in his job, half funny in his life. So altogether, somewhere in there, there's one funny person. Okay, Chris Kattan's Instagram bio is comedian slash actor, comma, movie and TV actor, comma, writer, period. Stand-up comic, comma, SNL alum, period, period, and much better looking in person. Oh, he's big into Instagram highlights. He's big into his, like, story highlights. Yeah, I'm sure they're great. <laughs> Wait, is this the girlfriend? Yeah. Um... She looks like his daughter. <laughs> I don't like that. I think it's funny. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm choosing to look at it humorously. Oh, this was a Valentine's Day post. So blessed to have such a wonderful woman in my life. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. For hashtag Valentine's Day. Hashtag happy Valentine's Day. Hashtag love. <laughs> yes. Okay. So? So, you know, shout out to Shay Gordon. <laughs> oh, that's her name? That's it. That's he <laughs> added her. <laughs> I'm happy for them. Ew. Olivia, I'm just, you- I, no, I just I just thought about having sex with Chris Kattan, and that's why I said ew. It's not about that. It's about being with somebody who looks exactly Wait, like you. Wait, she's so hot. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm looking at her page now. Look at this. Yeah. How do you think they met? Mm, Raya. Library. <laughs> you almost hooked up with somebody. You did hook up with somebody who looked like you. Oh yeah, I did. I didn't like it. Well, I didn't. I didn't enjoy that. Um, he also was like annoying, but like he did look a lot like me. Yeah, I wish he was less annoying, so that you could have. He was also so much older. Baby like that looked thing. exactly like you. Well, I don't think I could marry someone who looked exactly like me. Please. Do you think you could? No, but I want you to do it. <laughs> you just want my. You just what you actually want is for my babies to not look white. As we've gone over many times before. It really stresses me out. I know. They're gonna. I know. Oh! That's the thing. If I keep going on the track record, on like the track I'm on, my babies will look like, you know, little Caucasian angels. I know. It's so crazy. I know. It's crazy to think about um, that could what? just happen. Yeah. Genetics. Genetics. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Then what am I going to do? I I I don't know. <laughs> this is about me. I know you're gonna have to. I don't know. Remind them. Love white children. You're gonna have to remind <laughs> them kidding. that they're like quadroons or whatever. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna only take them on um, vacations to like African American <laughs> monuments that also I don't even relate to because both of my parents are immigrants <laughs> and the narrative <laughs> of black people in like, this country is, is alienating to me. You're gonna go to like the Smithsonian African American History Museum yeah. and be like. This is you. This isn't me, but this, this is, is you. This is you. <laughs> or I'm just going to let them loose and be like, all right, hope you learned something. Auntie's going to go drink at the day bar. Woo. <laughs> day bar. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Auntie's got to get her juice. Woo. Imagine you just setting my children loose in like Harlem. Even though by the time I have children, Harlem will be like a white child's playground. Yeah. So like, who knows? Where am I going to take them? Probably the plantation where uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds got married. <laughs> okay, learn what you need to. <laughs> learn what you need to. Be like, some bad things happened to your ancestors here. And also, 
I just gotta get her juice. (laughs) Woohoo! That's my new catchphrase. (laughs) I just gotta get her juice. Woohoo! I imagine your juice is just like hooch. It's literally like hooch you brought yourself. It's old. It's old. It's Shirley Temple made from old grenadine that started fermenting. (laughs) Gross. Shout out to my ex husband, Shirley Temple King. I want my (laughs) alimony. Give me my alimony. Are you is in this? Are you married to the Shirley Temple kid? Well, in this? In, I don't know. I, I can see you. I can see you marrying younger. <laughs> With that, I guess let's introduce our guest, who has looked very upset this whole conversation. And honestly, I'll say we've done better lead-ins. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're a little rusty sure. today. Whatever. Yes. Can I speak? Yes. Yeah. Should we say? I truly, please it, introduce me now. <laughs> okay, our guest is someone I, believe it or not, respect. Um, <laughs> this is so crazy because I literally texted Io and I was like, oh my God, our guest is like li- actually like a smart person. Oh, shut up. <laughs> and we were both so excited. And this is what, <laughs> this is what. Now we're talking about Io's hooch. <laughs> Woo-hoo. No, I'm not, for, for the record, I have not looked upset because I've been upset with the conversation. I've just been so upset that I wasn't allowed to speak during the entire <laughs> discourse around Chris Kattan's model <laughs> girlfriend. And then Io's catchphrase, Auntie's gonna get her juice. Is that what it is? Auntie's gotta get her gotta juice. Gotta get her juice. Woohoo! Yes. yes, there it is. That's the trademark right there. The shirts say Auntie's gotta get her juice and the hats and say woohoo. <laughs> Wait, that's the other day I was um who was I talking? Oh, Max Witter said um about something. He goes, That's poem. And I was like, that's your new catchphrase. That's, <laughs> that's poem. poem. I think I wanna be more hack. I wanna be more hack so that I can sell merch more. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta that's get just a my catchphrase. crazy catch my crazy catchphrases. Do, this is humiliating, but there is one thing in my act that I do feel like would be funny merch, and that's at one point I talk about being horny but prude. And can you imagine t shirts that yeah. just say oh, horny yeah. but prude? Absolutely. And totes. And totes. <laughs> a tote would really send it home. The quiet child in the corner, the kid that I'm a big brother, big sistering, and totes. <laughs> Mr. George, could you make tote bags, please? Please, Mr. George. <laughs> I don't take my books to the. Wait, I, you them. do have merch. I know, but it's not connected Wait, to my stand up. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You Wait, your merch has reverberated throughout my non comedy friend group. You know this, right? Have I told you about this? The Daddy's Little Daddy shirts? The Daddy's Little Daddy shirts are huge among my various lesbian friends in Boston and Berkeley. <laughs> Whenever I wear mine, people are always like, oh my God, I love it. Well, and actually, you also know my scandal. Well, yes, it got, it got ripped off. But what I was going to say. It got ripped re- off, and then the girl copyrighted it. No. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. I didn't know she copyrighted, she copyrighted it. That's it. insane. Yeah. But what I will say is that men are always like, what does that say? And women, especially lesbians, are always like, yes. I love it. It is It is a lesbian shirt. It's a, it's a lesbian shirt. But some gay men have also yeah, taken. Yeah, no, they've been known to wear. <laughs> they've, been, yeah. they've been seen. They've been seen in it. It means different things in each <laughs> culture, for sure. What if that ends up being like my version of like, like, my, like the Paris Hilton, like, um, like, uh. She has that shirt that's like. It's like if you're poor. If you stop being stop poor. Being poor. Yeah. Did you know that this that's fake? This is my fake? stop being poor. That's like is a it? photoshopped image. Really? She never wore that shirt. Oh, I photoshopped the image. <laughs> um, and then copyrighted it. And then copyrighted that. The photoshop job. Um, I did I did Ooh. make a meme. I did make a childhood meme once. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is my favorite thing about you. This is like early on in our friendship. You like you like told me and you were like, this is a secret. You can never tell anyone. Well, now that I got a podcast. Yeah. Wait, what's the. Me- OK, wait. in 2008, maybe this is what gets me canceled. I don't think so. One can only hope. No, because it was like it was also like the style of meme at the time. I don't think you're going to get canceled. <laughs> OK, do you remember around 2008 there was a meme <laughs> This is around the time when Drake's music first started getting very popular. And there's a meme of Drake playing Jimmy in a wheelchair. And it said last name walking, first name never. I do not remember that. Wait, that was you made that? that Me me and my friend Melly, we made it in Mr. Byers math class. Wow, that that would be something that would get you canceled. And we went to the computer lab and we were like, oh, we got this. (laughs) And And then I saw it on Tumblr. Yes, it was big on Tumblr. And then years later I met Io and she was like, that was me. I think I it's felt- like you brought it up and I was like, that was my me. Wait, that's how I found out like a year or two ago that 
someone we know runs this Twitter Twitter account that I'd always really liked. Is it um, Jesse, Jesse Rihanna? Rihanna? Oh. Yeah. Jesse Rihanna was also I, big I, I, in I, I, our know, Jesse Rihanna stance. I didn't know who it who, was. But, but then you which found we out. won't say. No, we won't say. Well, yeah, we can. Jesse Rihanna. <laughs> Jesse Rihanna. Jesse <laughs> yeah. Rihanna runs. Jesse Rihanna. There was like <laughs> a year, I think, where we only sent Jesse Rihanna DM Jesse Rihanna tweets to each like, other back, back and, and forth. So funny. And I well, we had a friend also from college who was like in some sort of like strange online tryst with Jesse Rihanna. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot about that. He would like reply to Jesse Rihanna tweets being like, will you be my girlfriend or like weird shit like that. And she'd be like, yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesse. Have we properly introduced George yet? Mm. No. <laughs> okay, this is our this is our mystery guest. This is like um this is our version of my brain just went out. You watched what? my brain just yeah, go out. I watched the light go out. This is our version of... Your pupils look fully dilated. <laughs> <laughs> the masked singer. <laughs> I'm the egg. <laughs> okay, we've got egg in the house. It's actually crazy because it's an audio medium, but I am dressed in the full, <laughs> the full egg, costume. egg costume. We don't even know who it you is. You guys don't know who it is. Um, We're also dressed like egg, so we also keep forgetting who is who. I will always love you. (laughs) I'm gonna swing from the chandelier. Jesse McCarthy's like, it's Anthony. (laughs) Not Jesse, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Jesse McCarthy. McCarthy. (laughs) Did you guys know that Lil Wayne was on The Mask Singer? Yeah, he won. No, he was the first kicked (laughs) off. Oh, okay. Very different reality. I knew it was like... An important thing. Yeah. So I guess that's what it was, that it was the first. Lil Wait. Wayne won the Masked Singer. Spread the rumor. Who was it that... Anything about T-Pain? I'm not, I'm not confusing T-Pain <laughs> and Lil Wayne. But I'm trying Patty to... Patti LaBelle? <laughs> Who have been the winners? T-Pain and Patti LaBelle? Is that <laughs> no, correct? No, no, no. No, I think Patti LaBelle didn't win, which was like... Did which Michelle Williams not win? Was the black Michelle Williams on? Yeah. That's <laughs> upsetting. Tracy, do you watch the Masked Singer? Wayne Brady. Wayne what? Brady, Brady won? won the Masked Singer? I think Wayne Brady won the last one. Wayne Brady is like such a weird figure who's just kind of like always okay. been around. Quick fire challenge. Round the table. Yes or no? Would you fuck Wayne Brady? Olivia, go. Yes. George. Yes. Io, yes. <laughs> Tracy? 1,000%. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, and we're done. Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. Onto the My icon is Wayne Brady and I would fuck him. <laughs> Somebody talk about Wayne Brady on the pod. You know what I will say? I'd love to see your icon. Oh, wait. George. George Savaris is our guest. Hold on. Wait. Sorry. Welcome I, 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 to I, me. I, I need to go back to Mask Singer. Did you, uh-huh. um, on February 12th, 2020, it was announced that the show would be getting a national live tour. Oh, I did know that. Um, should of we celebrities go? Celebrities going around? I don't know. It yeah. starts in Detroit. On May 28th. We should pick a city that we've both never been to, go there, watch the Mass Singer live tour, and then explore the city. I, I wish I was that's, joking. That's but a I, cute little thing. I think that's okay. fine. I think there is like a shadow network of powerful furries <laughs> no. that are... Don't look at me in the eyes are, when I say this. That are... I'm not kidding. <laughs> that are like influencing culture and both the Mass Singer and Cats are part of that. And there's just going to be more and more things okay. that are what like. What I'll say about the original Mass Singer is that it was Korean and it didn't feel like this furry adjacent. Like it feels like only when it came to America. Yeah. So that it got like for <laughs> oh, 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 that only cements the international your implications that has. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I do think that furry. I also think that like now that we all kind of know what fur like what furries are, uh, yeah. we're more likely to be like this is furry culture. Like I recently had to explain what a furry was to my therapist. Oh, for what? <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> okay, so I was talking. <laughs> God, <sighs> this is your fault. I know. I'm so sorry. I was talking about like a job I didn't get, and for whatever reason, I started talking about a joke that I wrote as part of my materials for this Mm -hmm. job. And there was a joke about a furry that I was especially proud of. So I just like, as an example, said that just basically to like prove that I'm funny. (laughs) (laughs) And so then her response was, what is a furry? And then I had to explain what it was. And then 
And then she laughed and like got the joke. And then she was like, well, do you think you didn't get the job because they didn't know what a furry was? And I was like, no, I don't think that's why I didn't get the job, actually. <laughs> but thanks for asking. I think everyone, unfortunately, in this industry knows what furry is. <laughs> That's whenever you have to like explain something to uh, your I therapist, just, it's always like oh, it was an out of body yeah. experience, like me explaining whatever it is to my <laughs> therapist <laughs> that I pay like a billion dollars an hour. <laughs> a billion? Yeah, she's scanning you. You should be a I'm in like a men's credit card debt yeah. because I keep explaining like weird sexual like, fetishes. Spend, to my like so many minutes, yeah. and it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars to explain what a furry is. <laughs> Each week she's like, and I'm just going to need to go over that one more time. <laughs> just run down this car. Wait, I want to go back to Lil Wayne just because I feel like I I don't I really don't like how the culture has treated Lil Wayne. No. Olivia, and this is directly this is, this is right up my alley. Really? Yeah. Well, someone on Twitter head. and I can't remember who it was. Oh, it was a writer that I follow. Called, uh, her name is Jasmine Sanders, I think. Um, but she was saying that like the two most two people from our childhoods that are, have been the most mistreated are Britney and Lil Wayne. I think and that's like a fair I think like assessment. for, and there are like peaks into their psyches. I think for Britney, it's every time. And then for Lil Wayne, it's his verse on that Solange song where he's talking about like being in. Yeah. And it's like really dark. I don't know. Damn. I have nothing else that's to say like about that. That's like one of that. the best verses It's also It's so ever. incredible. Yeah. I was listening again to a seat at the table and I was just like, oh yeah, top to bottom. I remember when this, I was like, this changed me. Yeah. yeah, yeah no, but I, that I, song, I'm like thinking about it right now and I'm getting emotional. No, and Lil Wayne also is like, another, like Britney is one of those people who's been famous, we forget, since he was a child. Right. Yeah. Like it's, and it just wrecks you. And then when you like falter or when you like, become so famous it's like unbearable we're like haha look at yeah. this fuck up like, yeah. but he also has like chronic illness yeah he has chronic illness and he's like very publicly addicted to drugs yeah. and like sad yeah Great. speaking of truly this speaking is a, this up, is a yeah. good segue yeah well somebody your icon George yes. who we still haven't given a proper intro to you know what we'll save it for the end Yeah, no. we'll just save it for the I end I do think you have said my name at this point <laughs> yeah. at least three times okay yeah. sure well, yeah alright sweet enough. okay yeah. if you're happy I'm happy somebody who's been publicly addicted to drugs and who I think could be a fun guest on The Masked Singer Oh, yes, oh my that's god very... George tell us who your icon is my icon this week is Courtney Love oh, incredible well we had also a fascinating selection process fascinating selection well okay so we can go through this my instinct which no one's on my team on but my instinct was to do Madonna yeah. just mm -hmm. because I think that's like at the same time such an obvious choice for someone's icon mm -hmm. but also kind of unexpected because I think she is so not Respected at this point in like, time yes. in current, culture, current Madonna yes. like, like throws everything kind throws of into question. everything into question. Also, I think among people our age, people really are mean about her, and and I understand why. Yeah. It's not like I'm like she's never done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's fun. I've for whatever reason over the past couple of years have been like aggressively revisiting some of the like the American Life era and like the music era and like. Things that aren't, you know, like a virgin mm -hmm. um, or a ray of light, which are, I guess, like, you know, it's like early Madonna, pop star, and then ray of light are the two, like, universally respected Madonnas. Yes. Um, but she has done so much else that, like, for all its problematic tendencies, has heavily influenced, yeah. like, pop Everything. music f forever. And, like, it's very difficult to look at, like, Lady Gaga and... And not see and not Madonna. See Madonna. <laughs> like, like, no, and it's yeah, all of those girls, like your Katy Perry's, even yeah. oh like, yeah, like your Christina's, your Britney's, like and like even when you look at like the more kind of like um, weird stuff, even a lot of the like alt girls are yeah. very influenced by. Anyway, whatever. We're not talking about Madonna, but <laughs> I was just like, I can't, I can't, you know, have that burden on me to talk about Madonna. <laughs> no, it's too much. So then I thought of like fun. Other people, and I was like, okay, Tilda Swinton would be fun. Yes, Kirsten Dunst, who, as as many people know, is one of my favorite actresses and and criminally <laughs> underrated. Um, and then Bjork, I thought would be fun, but then it hit me <laughs> that who I actually want to talk about was Courtney Love. Wow, why did you want to talk about Courtney Love? Because, I mean, I just think she is much like Lil Wayne and Britney, such a like a person through which you can understand like the 
cult, like a mm. pop culture mm. and be just like more broadly like the culture wars like throughout her career mm. and things like sexism and misogyny in the music yeah. industry, yeah. like the way people are or are not in control of their own public image, um, how, you know, there can be like a, a narrative around you that then becomes much bigger than any kind of work you put out. And right. then that's all people think of when they think of you. Yeah. And because it's someone who... For people our age, like we weren't actually, you know, we didn't discover her music when it was coming out. Yeah. We discovered yeah. it later. And in, and when we grew up, we knew her as just like the smeared lipstick, yeah. drug addicted, like mess. That was like for me, one of my not earliest because I, I mean, I wasn't that young, but like one of my biggest memories of Courtney Love is her at the roast of Pamela Anderson. Do you know? Wow. This? Yeah. Yes. Have you seen mm-hmm. this? Yes. Yeah. It, it was like because that was when she was. You know, it was yeah. not during one of her sober periods. And it's like, it's just her, you know, like humiliating herself on TV. They should not have, you know, should not no. have been on TV. But and also then, that's like, there's something about that era of TV also that was. Yeah. Totally. Where they were like, just throw yep. everyone in front. Like, yeah. just get the most like fucked up. And that will fuel find. all the other fucked up things that we're watching. And that will fuel exactly. like cranky anchors yeah. puppets and <laughs> South Park parodies. Although what I will say is like the people clip shows. the people in that roast, it was a very as far as Comedy Central roasts go, it was a very like um woman and queer friendly one. <laughs> like it was like Sarah Silverman, Andy Dick, Lady Bunny was on it. Like I think it's the only time there's been a drag queen. Like and even though obviously people were worried about her, you could not a lot of people were being mean to yeah. her. It was yeah. like people were on her side, but like what else can you do when there's yeah. someone that's clearly like, you know, barely standing up like on the dais. Yeah. I remember like the, I feel like my introduction to Courtney Love was like as a joke on like the soup. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It was like, yeah. that's, I was like, oh, this isn't, like I had no context for her. I didn't know about like the Kurt Cobain stuff. Exactly. I didn't know about Hole. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is a woman who is famous for something. Uh-huh. And she is like, publicly kind of like a mess yeah and like that's quote that's unquote what funny. she's that's famous like, for and that's funny yeah. yeah i think i also definitely as a punchline and then um you know watching one of those like vh1 like behind the music yeah and she's like featured in tiny little clips and then you see like a clip of somebody outside kurt cobain's house being like courtney murdered him yeah and you're like okay well if that's what people think yeah yeah she must be a pretty shitty person. Like, you know. It's it's tough, yeah. And, like, there are so many, you know, there's also, like, the narrative about her as a mother. Like, mm. there was a very famous Vanity Fair profile that, like, implied that she did heroin while pregnant. And then that yeah. was, like, mm. a huge thing for so long. Which, obviously, if true, is bad. <laughs> but, <Right>. you know. <laughs> um, obviously, if true, is punk. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know. I also think she's someone who, you know, obviously she's been very rich for a very long time. But like, you know, she does have a punk rock energy that yeah. like is undeniable and is like exciting to me even yeah. to this day. Mm. Um, so and the other thing is I just genuinely love Hole's music. Like yeah, I yes. think the, the Love Through This and Celebrity Skin are both like near perfect like rock albums of that era yeah. that I still like revisit all the time, much more so than other things that are supposed to be more iconic from that time. I, Much more so than Nirvana. I was, about, I was about to say, I was literally about to say, like, I think Hole's music is better than yeah. Nirvana's no, it, music. Yeah. It's like, Courtney Love is uh, an incredible writer. Yes. Like, just like an incredible singer. Like, she was definitely more talented than Kurt. Like, yeah, and those it, albums have a lot of range. It's yeah, not mm-hmm. like it's the not same, like, grunge sound. It's, it's it, Yeah, exactly. There's like, really kind of like, minimal ballads, and then there's like, really rocky. Anyway, I just, you know, She's great. <laughs> She's great. She's very talented. When did you get into like the music of it? When did the you, music like, I would turn... say was high school. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm trying to think like what is it that I think I be, I think because I found her to be fascinating, I just started like looking into her and like reading mm-hmm. her Wikipedia. And in fact, I would say in the beginning, I didn't even know she was a musician. I literally thought she was like Kurt Cobain's yeah. messy girlfriend who then was famous for being like a mess publicly. Yeah. And I think it's very, it's, I mean, similar to how I didn't know Yoko Ono was like a very good artist yeah, until yeah. like much later in my life. Um, so unfortunately, you have to educate yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think that's like, 
that I feel like that happens to like a lot of like girlfriends. I know. Where it's just like, mm. oh, it's like if you are like some famous man's like. It's like how Chris Kattan's girlfriend's actually an incredible <laughs> painter. <laughs> <laughs> and we are belittling her. <laughs> History will remember Chris Kattan's girlfriend. Well, that will be my artist. whole podcast an yeah. investigative series on the girl whose name I heard for the first time. About twenty minutes ago, and have subsequently forgotten. It's like Shay, Shay, Shay Gordon, Shay Green, Shay Gordon. Shay Gordon sounds right. Is that someone else? No. <laughs> Shay Gordon sounds Who's like someone. Who's the Shay I could, that's like, in know. Pretty Little Liars? Mitchell. Mitchell. And then Gordon is David Gordon Green. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, you just looked confused, and I feel like okay, you're just okay, 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 okay. in that moment. Is Shay Mitchell also in you? Yeah, yes, she plays. Uh, she plays um, Peach. Peach. Uh, yeah. Quit Salinger. Oh, <laughs> <Ugh>, iconic. <laughs> So good to Damn. be like, I'm a Salinger. It's like, I don't know if that's like, okay. Mm. <laughs> the timeline on it doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But, you know. I mean, the <laughs> it timeline, is what it is. It is, it's you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's you. Um, Wait, okay. Get ready for this insane connection between you and Courtney Love. Okay, great. Good. Hari Neff, supporting actress on first season of You. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interviewed Courtney Love yes. for Interview Magazine. Oh wow! Interview Magazine, um, kind of uh, like a horribly run organization. Yeah. Um, but when they pair two people together, it's, been, it's the like, RuPaul damn. Judge Judy interview is still one of the my favorite things yeah. that's ever happened to pop culture. It's so good. They recently did Jennifer Aniston and Sandra Bullock. Oh yes, and they talk about how they both dated Tate Donovan, Tate Donovan. and they they say we t- partook in Tate. Which is, I think, an incredible way to say wow. we both dated the same person. Wow. Um, but the Hari Neff Courtney Love yeah. interview. It's like also that is such like a smart pairing. It is a great of pairing. People. And and Hari, like, obviously love I you know, I just know from following her on social media, really loves Courtney Love. And I and I remember one time saying like if she was if she the only person you would want to play in a biopic is Courtney Love in a Courtney Love biopic. Mm. Oh, that would um, be good. The other I'm now thinking about like writing about Courtney Love. The other thing I remember reading that I really liked, and I can't remember what where I read it. Might have been, might have been like N plus one or something. But it was um, t- talking about Kim Gordon and Courtney Love as like the two types of alt girls yeah. in the '90s, kind of, and how mm. Kim Gordon was like someone who had this effortless cool and was like respected by the music industry and by like you know by like men, men yeah. or whatever. But she grew up kind of like upper middle class and was like very well educated and then had this kind of like, um, you know, very rigorous academic outlook on music. Whereas Courtney Love, the whole thing was just like, oh, she's like trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Which also is like she her mom, though, is like a therapist, really? like a celebrated therapist. And her grandmother was like a children's book author oh, but I think her parents were like very counterculture and so they weren't they didn't really like which is so interesting to be like yes I'm like an awesome like a celebrated therapist but like I'm gonna raise you however yeah so and like she was like playing like doing punk like stuff since she was like a kid yeah interesting oh and then the other thing is that have you seen the people versus Larry Flint yes, yes. she's a good she's actress, a good she's, actress. A good actress. <laughs> she's also man of man in the moon the Jim yeah. Carrey, um, oh my God. Andy. She, yes, and yes. I haven't seen yeah. that. She's she's good. Okay, here's what's crazy is that Ryan Murphy hasn't like scooped her up into his universe yet. Oh, I know. Yeah. Like where? Wait, remember her on Empire? Yes. Oh my God. <sighs> wow. She's like good on Empire she's too. She's great on Empire. She's with Taraji. She's the scene like... where she takes out her hair extensions, it, th- that should be like a more popular kind of like gif on the internet. <laughs> I feel like it was like for the week that that episode came out, but. Not enough. Not enough. What would we like? Because Courtney Love, as of like maybe yesterday, announced that she was like eighteen months sober. Which is yes, like, that's right. But like, what do you? What do we want her to like do moving forward? Well, now I'm afraid to say this because it might already exist. Has she written a memoir? She has, I think. She's also written uh, or co-wrote a, a manga. <laughs> Really? She co-wrote a manga that was illustrated by Ayazawa, who illustrated like Paradise Kiss and all these like very big Japanese mangas. But she illustrated Courtney Love's manga about a girl who's like an alien and she's like sent down to Tokyo and then like forgets her memories and has to piece her life together. And it's not bad. Okay. 
Well, what I... <laughs> Well, now, but, now that throws everything. I know. I know. I'm sorry, but I had to let you know. I will say what I want from her is a memoir. Yes. And a and a an act. I, I want her to act rather than produce more music, in yeah. my opinion. Um, I mean, I would love for her to make more music, but it's just never for me. It's never going to be as good as no. like. I don't know I, if like the voice is exactly there in exactly. the same way. Yeah. But I do think her in like a really like her doing kind of like a. I hate to. I hate to make this comparison, no. but it's someone who, you know, had a period outside of, um, you know, had had issues with drugs and alcohol and then yeah. had a period where he was like not um, appearing in a lot of stuff was Mickey Rourke. And then he like mm. came back with The Wrestler and it was right. like this incredible performance. But like, I and could then see after something... that. <laughs> sure. OK. <laughs> no, 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 but... but I could see something like that for her. Mm. And I I really hope it's not Ryan Murphy, <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. But who, who do, you, do you think could like harness Courtney like what director I think it would have to be a woman I also think it have to be a woman uh, um, I, what just popped into my head is imagine <laughs> imagine Courtney Love in like a Nicole Holofcener movie <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it could work <laughs> I <laughs> she plays like she plays like um like an aunt like an aunt who like has to come stay oh at, I like, could see at, that like yeah, Catherine yeah. Keener's ca- yep. yeah. home <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, yeah. like, throws everything into yeah. chaos. Or it could be, like, a meta roll. Wait, stop, because this is our vroom vroom. <laughs> okay. So, we'll get into okay, it. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, but we picked the vroom vroom live in action. Um, I was going to say Paul Thomas Anderson for some reason, who is not a woman famously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, weird. Loves women. Loves women. Writes women relatively. Uh, okay. Okay. He, like, okay. You know, he likes to, the to date interesting abilities. women. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, he's married. <laughs> yeah, no, but but before that, Fiona yeah, Apple. Fiona Apple, yeah, yeah. Who actually w- would is, be another person yeah. that I, yeah. would, I could see myself doing. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I know you guys should do Fiona. Oh, when someone comes on to do Fiona, that episode will be three <laughs> yeah. hours long. No, no, that'll be that'll be a whole day. Wait, did you guys watch that documentary about the like drummer from Hole? No. Is it the drummer or the bassist? It's like this woman that basically like her life went really downhill after whole. She became disp- a Christian? Is it that? I think I think she was like oh, I mean she was like heavily a drug addict. I yeah. think she might have been like homeless for a while. Yeah. Like it was just like Yeah. And so this is kind of like about her getting back on track. But I have not seen it, so I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> but I've heard it's extremely good. I um it's interesting also when you like consider somebody who was like an addict and, you know, probably did at a time have like, and still even probably, you know, scary manipulative behavior um, that was like, you know, probably some of it was like damaging and was like, you know, not deserved, but like people being wary of you. Right. You know, it's like, I don't know. So you're, I mean, you're people, getting married people literally thought she was evil. Yeah. Like, well, that's what's difficult is like, but, I feel like there is this like very needed and necessary kind of like rethinking of how certain women were treated in like yeah. the 90s and 2000s. Right. That's ha- like it, it's happening with like Monica Lewinsky and mm. with, you know, people like who's that lawyer from the OJ? Marsha yeah, Clark, Marcia you know, just like yeah. there, there's this even even just like the way paparazzi treated people like Lindsay Lohan in the yeah. early mm-hmm. 2000s. Like and it's it's a tough kind of like line to walk because like you don't want to over romanticize the people that were mistreated like yes there you know it's like I I understand why there was like moral panic around Courtney Love doing heroin while she was pregnant but at the same time I also see how the way that was used as a media story was extremely manipulative and misogynistic and like and also probably fueling back into certain behaviors exactly like you know but it, it, it is interesting too just to go, go back to the Kurt Cobain of it all, like to have, I think also Kim Gordon said this, like where she's like, because also she's kind of like not very impressed by Courtney Love and they don't have, yeah. yeah. I think that's what it was. Yeah, it was like this, it's like this yeah. tension. It's yes. like these two poles of the punk yes. scene or whatever. And also that it's like, well, if the other women in your field don't even like you, then like, exactly, you yeah. know. <laughs> but uh, that... Basically, like, those two years, like, like his death and then after it, like, defined the rest of her life. Yeah. yeah. But what's crazy is that she made, um, is it Live Through This or Celebrity, Celebrity Skin? Celebrity Skin. So, yeah. It's 98. Right. So the, the crazy thing is, like, 
she made this incredible album about it and that was not even part of the narrative yeah like and and that could only happen to a a woman Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know what i mean like it's just like the the uh, number of things that are forgiven for other for men when they create good art Mm -hmm. are insane but for her that isn't even like the number four thing people yeah. mentioned. The, like the amount of men who like transgress and like just transgress over again. Like, but it's like, but he did this one movie exactly. 30 years ago. Mel Gibson was nominated for an Oscar yeah. like recently. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. we just don't care. We're no. like, oh, wow. But he's still out there like making stuff. And it's like, it's so exhausting it's to watch. Also. <laughs> I also think that like, I do think maybe we're at a place where like, if, what happened to Courtney Love happened now, mm-hmm. we wouldn't like be vilifying her right. in the same way. It's interesting. I mean, I guess in terms of like, like public addiction, yeah, I, I think, think of Demi Lovato. Yeah, that's I was what I was say, that's yeah. what I was thinking on my way over. I was like, the way we have dealt with like Demi like very publicly mm-hmm. going through addiction has been so different from yeah. how even like when Lindsay was right. like peak like yeah. whatever. Like we just were shitting on her constantly, always on like the cover of people or whatever, mm-hmm. be like, Lindsay's a mess. And now we're like, oh, Demi Lovato is getting treatment and mm-hmm. we like respect her. Mm-hmm. And like even, you know, even when like uh Lil Peep or Juice World or whoever yeah. like passes away from like overdoses, right. it's never like Fuck, fuck these guys it's their fault it's always like what are we gonna do about like fentanyl yeah. that, like, that, there was that article um, that uh, ooh I can't remember who wrote it now but it was just like oh we have an addiction problem in the music industry and yeah we've known it but like are we gonna actually start to talk about it and obviously like with those guys like there's probably a different mental narrative happening because it's you know everybody who's listening to music growing up like that's yeah. like about codeine and yeah. then you start doing it like the ketchup is a little bit different versus maybe what they Courtney and other women were going through but yeah just as important to think about but I f- it's part of me feels like with someone like Demi the obsession with having like it end in an empowerment narrative is is weirdly also, harmful too yeah. like I, obviously it's not worse but like like her when coming she was, out in like all exactly white it, and being like here's my yeah it's about like it. it's yeah like, but then uh, it's like you're gonna exactly i mean it's like this know? thing where it's yeah. like people were like her big comeback it's like well all of this happened like seven months ago like yeah. it's not or however yeah. long ago like and it's, it doesn't make me super it, it also it's like it doesn't it's not none of them are talking about it or people talk about it in a way where they're like, oh, addiction is something that just like goes away. Right. <laughs> you like go to the right rehab and it's like, yeah. that's like not. It's like you can overcome mm-hmm. it, but yeah. like it's always still there mm-hmm. in a way where like the demi narrative kind of like seems to erase it. I right. don't know. And now, now I'm thinking about Bojack Horseman. I wish <laughs> I was kidding, but I'm thinking about. Have you watched the last season? Uh, I'm in the middle of the last season Me too. right now. Um, but if you've watched the first part of the last season. Oh yeah, I watched the first part. Yeah. Um and to those listening, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. Skip ahead um, I'd say a minute maybe <laughs> and I'll check back in and whatever. Uh but um when he goes to the rehab center and his like main coach has like been clean yeah. for like twenty years or something and then accidentally and relapses. relapses. Yeah. And then he's like, fuck, you know, like like I was working so hard. Now it kind of starts all over again. Like yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Can I mean, it can you be in the public? I, I don't know. It's like, mm. what is the end game with someone like Demi Lovato? Like, right. is there is there a future in which she is constantly in the public eye, co- under constant scrutiny, and also feels healthy and good? Like, yeah, it just seems like. Well, I think it's also like because there's a. Uh, there's the, the the idea of like the public eye and the idea of like worth as well are so poisonously connected. Oh, hundred percent. Well, especially when you're a child star and mm-hmm. that's all you've ever known. It's like yeah. you're. Um, if you sorry, I've skipped ahead a minute. We have stopped done. talking about Bojack. <laughs> <laughs> your stock rises and falls based on like, yeah. literally I'm, like your performance of your own addiction at the Grammys. Like yeah. it's just like awful. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think about people who have like very publicly 
been addicts and like have come through the other side and mm-hmm. but they're all like actors which I feel like is different it's from like Robert musicians. Downey Jr. it's like Robert Downey Jr. it's like Drew Barrymore sure but it's like I feel like with musicians especially because so much of because actors are like I act I'm a different person but musicians are like this, this is, is who I am well, and, and then, this is my job exactly and for many of them it's like their most famous music was when yeah. presumably when so, they were so like, you have to yeah. go up and you have to sing those songs yeah. and like I can't imagine how like triggering mm. that would be right. and like Seems hard. <laughs> okay, wait Shit's a minute. Hard. Seems hard. That's why I'm not a famous musician. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, George. that's yeah. why. Yes, George. That and is why. And I've been why. approached. <laughs> the people are begging people for are it. People are begging for it, but I say, nope. <laughs> not today. Um, one thing I was thinking about, too, in regards to Courtney, Courtney Love, I mean, we talked about it in a mittenly I guess mm-hmm. in a lot of different ways but is like her look and her style and how much that has been like connected to her and with yeah. the image of her and also how it's been exaggerated and maybe some of that is by her but some of it isn't I don't know how but how that's been made into such a thing it, 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 yeah it's almost like at this point divorced from her as the root of that. like have mm. you seen her smell yes yeah. like her smell is so clearly I mean that character is so yeah. um influenced by Courtney Love in an obvious way but like it's never addressed directly right. it's not in fact like I went to the um Q&A with when it was playing at mm. the New York Film Festival and someone asked Alex Ross Perry, like, who it's based on. And he was like, well, it's, like, a combination of people, but, like, someone I was very inspired by was Axl Rose. And I was like, that may that's be the case, so, but this is so Courtney Love. Like, yeah. That's crazy. I know. Well, men are sick. <laughs> <laughs> Name one straight man who isn't sick. Mm, okay. I'll wait. <laughs> okay, information not, footage not found. <laughs> yeah, 404, bitch. 404 um, error. Uh, 303, remember them. Well, uh... <laughs> I, I do also think like, well, her whole style, like the kinder whore. Yes. Which is also like, that's crazy that we named it that. I know, I know, I know. But, but also like kind of has like looped back in this like yeah. way where it's like a Reformation dress is not that far away from what no. Courtney Love was wearing and in I like 1993. I think so much about the aesthetic of certain uh, like young women on Instagram. And it's like, oh, you're taking pictures that they... They are, they make me feel, there's like a, a trashiness to it yeah. that, that makes me like feel like, are we like alluding to something? Do you know what you're alluding to? Oh my God. Yes. That part. The, <laughs> but that's such a, this is such a thing I feel like with, um, because of the internet and because of things like Tumblr, you never know what someone's reference point is for mm. something. Like they might be doing something that is very clearly like, literally like. Marie Antoinette. Yeah. But in their mind, they're referencing Avril Lavigne. You know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like they, no one knows, like, what the root of anything <laughs> and, is anymore. Right. Um, but wait, I, I, I did want to say about, like, her look and stuff, as much as we've been talking about how she's been mistreated by the culture, there is a certain part of it that she was so in control over. And I think, like, her in her music and in her look, yeah, it was so much her voice and her style yes. yeah. in a way that, like, later, like, you know, when... Okay, if she pioneered the kinder whore style, then that to me, but, but it was done in a way that was like, uh, you know, you know, that the intentional. And whereas, for instance, later when like Britney was in like a schoolgirl uniform for Baby One More Time when right. she was like sixteen, yeah. Yeah. that was fully like put on her. Yes. I mean, as much as I l- like her, it's no, like no, you no, know, there's, um, yeah. there's a really good. Pitchfork a while. You know how they do like the Sunday review? Yes. Mm. So they did live live through this yes, a and while they gave ago. It a 10. They gave it a 10. Sasha Geffen, yeah. incredible writer. But they wrote, uh, she like has some quote in it about the look. And it was, and Sasha Geffen says that uh, it was a, a Trojan horse for her rage. Yeah. Because mm. she was so angry. She was like, she said, when women get angry, they are regarded as shrill or hysterical. And one way around that for me is bleaching my hair and looking good. Which I think is like, oh, if you're like gonna be a pretty blonde girl, you can scream about like wanting to die and like make it more palatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In a way that I'm like, oh right, Cordy was ma- like she she was like playing a game. She like yes. understood what she was doing. Yes. Yeah. And people were like, she doesn't know what she's doing at all. And it's like, but she does. She's been, she's so smart. Yeah. No, it's God. There are so many people like that 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 so clearly are putting forward like a clearly refined point of view yeah mm-hmm. 
and that is intentionally, you know, ambiguous or intentionally kind of like off-putting in a certain way. And then the criticism, no one will give them the benefit of the doubt as like, how do we interpret this as an intentional work of art? But yeah. rather they're like, oh my God, what is she doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, no, I just had like a, like a strange, like experience on, I was like on a set for something and like, I was like, I, I want my, like, I don't want to be wearing things that are like overtly like sexual yeah. or like whatever, like that's how I feel. And the costume designer was like, well, let's just like do this thing. Like, you know, and I was like, no, I'm not. I, it's not because I don't know or because I don't have taste or don't like certain things. It's like, I know no, that no, it's like, I'm this gonna is be on what camera you want. and yeah, this yeah. is what I want. I yeah. And even if it looks like what I want is like not knowing. It's like, no, 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 that's like, there's choice and there's agency yes. in that. Um, and basically what I'm saying is I am the Courtney love of, um, sort of like half alt <laughs> comedy <laughs> and I do also put my leg up on a stool when I'm yeah. on stage because she puts her leg up on I know. you right. should get into like a Ruby Woo <laughs> lipstick moment big lipstick yeah. yeah I'm big on lipstick <laughs> I'm big on lipstick um I was looking for a quote yeah she has this quote um and she got interviewed in 1994 and she said you know like I would like to think in my heart of hearts that I'm changing some psychosexual aspects of rock music. Not that I'm so desirable. I didn't do the whole kinder whore thing because I thought I was so hot. When I see the look used to make one more appealing, it pisses me off. When it's when I started, it was a whatever happened to Baby Jane thing. My angle was irony. Yeah, she's like, so smart. Come on. Uh, my it, angle you know. was irony is also like, that's gorgeous. I know. <laughs> and it's, you're right, there are so many people who are like, like I feel like there's always people yelling where it's like this is like intentional like they're they're doing something mm. and everyone's like this part, this artist is like an idiot. That, yeah. it, it's so similar to Elizabeth Wurzel who like yeah. you know obviously now it's been long enough that people were very kind and generous in all their eulogies of her but of like course. for the longest time she wasn't taken at all seriously as mm. a writer because of the subject matter she was writing about and because she like actually like presented herself in ways that are in some way similar to to the the, the people we've been talking right. about. I don't know. Is it ever going to change? Um no. No. But what will change is the the tone of this podcast what? as we go into a segment. Oh. It's time for the people's court. The, the tone is not going to change. I know, I just was thinking. I, I, know. I know, I know. You Sometimes the tone does change and this is like fun, um, but this <laughs> one is uh, kind of fucked up. Never mind. It's time for the people's court. Bang, dun, dun. bang. Bang, bang on the gavel. Welcome to people's court. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> What's the lyric? <laughs> Why did I say bang, it? Bang, bang into, into the, the room. room. Into the room. Yeah. Oh, that, okay, I said into your room. That's Close enough. Bang, bang, bang. I'm watching Room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bray Larson yeah, at the premiere. <laughs> Jacob Tremblay. It's Jacob, Jacob Tremblay. It's Jacob Tremblay. Bang, bang, I don't like Room. <laughs> the new trio is Bray Larson, Jacob Tremblay, and the room that they're in. Goodbye, knife. Goodbye, other portion of the podcast as we begin the section. Oh, Wait, oh, can I say God. one thing about Room? I forgot about that movie. So I watched Room in theaters when my boyfriend at the time was temporarily living in someone's pool house, which was a windowless room. Yeah. So we watched it and then went back to, <laughs> to the room. And, and we were literally you like, went back to room. Back to room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, People's Court Olivia goes through the archives of magazines and culture, such as... People magazine. So you get there's sort of like a word thing happening here, mm. very loosely. And Olivia, mm. uh, tell us, what have you pulled up for us this time? Okay, so, oh, this is from the Christmas issue of People in 1995. Okay. Okay. Uh, Io and I are fresh babies. Uh, I'm an old four. <laughs> George is a George hack is like four. George is like walking, <laughs> like making I actually, sentences. I actually wrote this. I worked for people at the time. Just me and glass, glasses yes, and like in those like nineties like glasses. You're in the Hugh Grant glasses and you're typing at like a big, big, like big, a typewriter, yeah. like yeah. an actual typewriter trying to file your copy. I look like those big, ugly tan computers, like the big uh -huh. windows. Oh, just like a that's yeah. like a cube. Uh huh. And you're sitting. Your booster seat is a little cow box. <laughs> but I'm also evil. I'm like, I don't care if we don't have evidence for it. Publish. <laughs> 
Make it work. Um, okay, and this is some kind of like uh, like a cartoon, like humor piece where mm. they imagine the diaries of like several different celebrities. Um, one of them Whoa. is Hugh Grant uh, trying to figure out how to apologize to Elizabeth Hurley. So just to kind of set the scene. Okay, and we love that one of my favorite my favorite uh, costumes couples ideas for me if I date a white man is Hugh Grant and Divine and Brown. Divine Brown. Uh, yep. <laughs> and we're talking about you and getting canceled. Cool. <laughs> I know. Anyway, so here's the one they wrote for Courtney Love, which is uh, fuck you, but with like the cash uh, pound sign, mm -hmm. present, whatever. Fuck you. Just be glad I write in you instead of kicking the shit out of you like these fucking fans. I thumb through you and you're so full of so many disgusting fuck sex entries. It makes me sick. One quick thought, though. What if I did my hair like Alicia Silverstone's? Gotta go. Fuck it. This is like a year after Kurt Cobain has died. Yeah. And this is how they are like portraying. That's this also woman. clearly not getting. It's like what we were talking yeah, about with wait. intentionality. Yeah. It's like, oh, what is the most dumbed down version of exactly interpreting what she does? It's like, oh, she is someone who says fuck a lot. Yeah. And like that's her entire thing. And she's just like an angry She's just like teenager. Angry and she's that's just crazy. like wants to like look blonde and yeah. pretty, but she's like can't or whatever. Like God. the the nineties. The 90s were kind of crazy. Insane. Oh, One of the yeah. most, did you guys listen to the season of um, Slow Burn about Bill Clinton? Yes. Yeah. One of the most insane things was when they were talking about the like feminist roundtable that was published in, God, now I can't remember, some you mm -hmm. know literary mm -hmm. journal or magazine or something um, that was like all these prominent feminists and the debate was like whether or not they would like fuck Bill Clinton like, <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I think he actually is like really sexy, and this is like as the Lewinsky, yeah, yeah, is in the it's, That's it's so like, embarrassing. What? Yeah. Um. Okay. Wait. I'm embarrassed. Um. I do also think just about like in that season they talk about like how they approached Monica Lewinsky in her hotel room, and the FBI agents were just harassing her and also making her feel bad about being a woman and the yeah. woman who was in this situation. The, uh, the crazy thing about Monica also is that she was 23, 22. Yeah. Like, or she was like 22 while it was happening and then like 23 yes, yes. when everything, like everything came blew out. Up, yeah. Which is like, and Courtney was also like kind of young when this was all happening mm. to her. It's just like. And just had a baby. Yeah. Really oh, we crazy. haven't even talking, talked about Bean. Francis Bean. What I will say about Francis Bean is that, I mean, who am I to evaluate this? But she seems. You're George. She seems like she's doing. Well. First of all, they seem like they've always had a good mother daughter yeah. relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like more so than many other celebrities, frankly. Yeah. More so than some people I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it seems like they. I mean, it seems like something where they're like, we have each other. Yeah. And that is yeah. kind of like And Frances Bean seems to be doing well. Question yeah. mark. I don't know. She's a, she, yeah, she was like a chillin'. She was a guest judge on um Mass Singer. Mass Singer. <laughs> Wait, no, really? No, on um on All Stars. On All Stars. Oh, uh, that's right. She was. Yeah. yeah. And there's that famous photo that's literally like Kurt, Courtney, Francis Bean, and, and RuPaul, RuPaul. Which is very sweet. Yeah. Um, oh, she looks great right now, too. Frances? Yeah. 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 It's so it's so in Interesting. I'm also thinking of friends I know who have parents who are addicts, and that's also like probably very tough. But yeah, you know, she does look great. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, and that's <laughs> and that's what matters. That's what matters. <laughs> Sorry, if you're not looking hot, <laughs> if you're not looking hot, okay, okay. Auntie needs her juice. <laughs> Sorry, you come at me looking Woo! ugly. Give Auntie her juice. Um. Okay, well, we're also gonna give Auntie her segment. Woohoo! We're gonna play a quick <laughs> round of Fuck Mary Kill, where instead of doing it with people, playing with people, we play with aspects of this person, your icons, okay. life and career. And this is we had a we had a loaded conversation, so we've got <laughs> we've got plenty to pick from. Um, Olivia, yeah, I would um I would like to throw like. Uh, this is a first draft. I would like to throw like lyricism on the table, oh, or great. just kind of like, kind of broadly like 
her mind. Like awesome. her, <laughs> mind. her mind. Like, her mind. Her but, smell, like, her mind. Her smell, her mind. Um, <laughs> just because just speaking to like, she's a great writer. She's a great musician. She's a great singer. Mm. The, the like, the way she was like playing with image, even if people didn't get it, like her mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's number one. Okay. Where I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's hard not to pick like heart, like ones that you'd be like, kill. I know. Aesthetic might be connected to her mind, right? Her like, mind is broad. Her mind is broad. <laughs> <laughs> let's do, let's do, let's do, okay, let's do like lyricism uh-huh. and then aesthetic mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then one more that isn't like rampant misogyny. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, we didn't even get into relationships, but maybe we'll do that for any last words. Okay. Um, hmm, lyricism. And yeah, this part we're definitely gonna be cutting around. <laughs> um, <laughs> lyricism, aesthetic, and maybe like truly just like acting career. Okay. 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 You want to go first, Ayo? It's not <laughs> broad. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because what, what is? It's like Man in the Moon, People versus Larry People Flint, versus Larry Empire. Flint. Empire. <laughs> okay, you're actually right. Okay, and acting career. Because we've got so so lyrics, mm-hmm. aesthetic, thespianism, Thes- <laughs> the stage, stage. Okay, I am going first, and I think that I would uh, marry lyricism. I would I would marry um, I'd marry her mind. Um, it's like complicated and you know tough, but the good moments they matter. They endure. Mm. And um, I think, I don't know. Isn't that what marriage is about? Mm. Then I would fuck the aesthetic. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to say. And then I guess I would have to kill, unfortunately, okay. her beautiful guest role. I do have a different answer. I, oh, wow. Um, I'm also going to marry lyricism. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna fuck the acting career uh-huh. because I think um, it is like full of uh, secret talents, mm. <laughs> and that is you know mm-hmm. what you would want from like a sex partner would be like an unexpected be like oh wow you're really good at that, mm-hmm. um, and then I kill the aesthetic because uh, it'd be like dating someone where everyone's like I don't get what do you. What do you what do you see in him? Like, is he hot? I'd be like, well, it's like a whole complicated thing. Wow. Um, and that's where that's where I land. Interesting. <laughs> Afraid of shame? Yeah, always. Yeah. We live in a shame-based culture. True. And that's good. And that's that's, yeah, that's where great. I thrive. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna stick I I'm I now you're making me question my choices, but I'm gonna stick with them for now. Stick and by I'm, them. Yeah. Tell us why. And I I mean I, the marrying lyrics, obviously, it's because they are the most uh, timeless part of her career. I mean, it's like the one thing I revisit is her music. It's not like her performance in The People vs. Larry Flint. <laughs> <laughs> but much love to her. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and then the aesthetic is just like, it's like hot, it's sexy. <laughs> she she is the moment. <laughs> what is that? What is that? <laughs> she has a point. Do you know what I'm talking about? Wendy no. Williams. Oh, yes. yes. Like she has a point. She's an icon and she, she is, is the, the moment. moment. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm gonna fuck the aesthetic. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, the act, I, as much as I think she's a she's a great actress, it's just I find her contributions to music and fashion to be more important yes. than her contributions mm, to film. Yeah. Okay. Well, I believe with that, we are going to make our verdict okay. on if. Uh, Courtney Love is going to be an icon, and if we think more importantly, will she endure? Um, and will you know what she's done, her work, her memory, will that endure? Um, and before we do that, we ask if anybody has any last words. Um, and I guess I'll start because I do want to mention. Um, I think she's so her public image is so intertwined with her relationship with Kurt Cobain, but I don't think enough people talk about or know the fact that she dated Steve Coogan. Whoa. <laughs> oh, right. You I did know that, but before. I actually fully forgot it until what, now. What, what is the timeline on this? Um. Oh, they dated kind of recently. Yeah. Like a few years ago. 
Um, and the, this is one of those things where it's like famous people just kind of like meet each other sometimes yes. and like hit it off because it's like, when are those two people in the same room? Yes. Um, well, I think they met because of cocaine. Mm-hmm. Um, that that one. <laughs> um, and is, is Coogan a, a I coke think, guy? Uh, I don't know. Does he, he okay? <laughs> I think they um they met in like 2005 or something, but it was like still mentioned in the press up until like 2013. But um, but yeah, they did. They that is a crazy relationship that I think about a lot. Okay, cool. Well. George, do you have anything you'd like to say before we vote? I do. Um, the one thing I, that we didn't that I didn't mention is the famous video of Courtney Love and Madonna at I want to say the oh, VMAs. Yes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where Madonna's being interviewed and then Courtney is being like kind of rowdy and Madonna's like, "Oh, there's Courtney again, wanting attention," um, which is an iconic moment. But I think that they now have mended their relationship in our Yes, because of Madonna notoriously also wants attention. Right. No, I love the idea of Madonna being like, um, I'm a serious artist being interviewed. Like, why is Courtney being so crazy? Puts on their huge cones. Yeah, gets really, 50 black yeah, men yeah, to exactly. lift her out. Um, okay, well, the voting commences. I say, yay. I also say yay. And I say yay. She's an icon, baby. Oh. George. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank you so much we for having me. We love you. We appreciate we're you. Love you guys. We're happy so you happy you came. And um, if we were to craft a room, room, I would say yeah. Courtney Love would be playing a sort of meta role. Somebody's going to rehab. She wins best supporting for playing like the, like the woman like, who's been in rehab back and forth mm. forever, or like the lead, like the group leader. And she's like not wearing any makeup, and oh, everybody's like, "Oh, she's brave," and she wins an Oscar. That's that's very the wrestler. I know. know. Yeah, it's very the wrestler. That's very Mariah Carey in um, yes, in Precious. Yes, and that's the novel and that's very this podcast. George, I thank you so much for coming on. You. Have a point. You are an icon. You are a legend. You are the moment. <laughs> um, anything you want to plug? Um, this will come out in like spring. Sure. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, follow me on social media. Mm -hmm. You know, watch everything I put out. Shoot. <laughs> um, that's all. Do you think your pod will be out by then? Oh, yes. I will at that point have my own podcast, okay. um, which I have not publicly mentioned yet, but it will exist. Uh -huh. My Comedy Central set will be out by that point, yes. so Oof. check that out. Yes. Um, and I will probably be very famous. <laughs> probably by then, <laughs> by yeah. That'll be so cool that we had George on the pod. We'll be like, oh my God, can you believe? Yeah, can you believe? George has bodyguards now. It's sort of creepy. George is trending. <laughs> Hashtag George is trending. Hashtag George. Okay. <laughs> and hashtag bye, bitch. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.